0: In this episode, we'll be covering pages 100 to um, around 260, 250 range, um, which is from um, Buttercup's departure, where she was rejected by Wesley, to um, where she was kidnapped by the Man in Black. Okay, this is the second episode of the T-Spill podcast, and today we have the this, the same people from it's last weird. episode.
1: Hey, I'm here, and uh, my name is Jack Larkin.
0: Yeah, so the same people, nothing special. But in this episode, we'll be talking about um the middle of the book and um spoilers, the stuff like. The men in black and buttercup getting kidnapped oh my gosh crazy yeah she got kidnapped i know it's crazy so that's what we'll be talking about and yeah okay so in this episode we'll be talking about the um the middle of the book and um We'll also be talking about um, Buttercup when she was kidnapped and the Man in black and what he does. So first, let's talk about Buttercup getting kidnapped. What was your first reaction, AJ, to what she did?
2: I don't know. I just, like, I thought that it was a joke.
0: Okay, so he thought it was a joke. He didn't believe it. He was just so shocked. But, Jack, what are your thoughts on it?
1: it? It was very predictable writing very yeah.
0: predictable well writing. jack if i told you it was supposed to be that was william goldman's intent because it's a satire of um like of a fairy tale so well, but yes it was very predictable writing no, w- so what else jack
1: i mean first of all technically that's not satire because it's that part's not satire because that's just a re that's not even rewritten that's not even his own work He's never claimed it to be his own, so it was still very predictable writing. No matter what you say, it's not satire, I would, in my opinion, because it's technically rewritten by um, S.S. Morgenstein, even though he's not a real person. It's an attempt at satire, but not a very good one.
0: Okay. Okay, well, whatever you say. So, um. I kind of agree with that, but I believe it is an example of satire because he's trying to bring light upon a situation.
1: What's the problem? What, the problem, what's the problem
0: this, what's is the problem? that, like, um, fairy tales are too predictable. predictable, and it's like... It's not
1: really a satire, it's just
0: more of a... A parody is strictly for comedy purposes. Yeah,
2: but what is this trying to bring attention
0: to? To how women are treated in fairy tales and how they're just, like, damsels in distress that, and stuff. Not, but
1: that doesn't... It has, it has nothing about damsel in distress, okay? Anybody can be kidding
0: I know, but it's predictable, like a traditional fairy tale, which is what he's trying to bring, like, light upon.
1: Not every fairy tale is, like, very predictable, though. Okay. Have you ever seen Hansel
0: and Gretel? Yeah, they die. Is there, they're is there, they're is eaten. Is there a damsel in distress in that book? Okay. I've no. Elise, what fresh. do you have to say? <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, um, The Princess Bride is probably the worst book ever. I hate it. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Well, that's. Okay, well, we're going to wrap up this segment. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so now we'll be discussing um, our thoughts on Humperdinck, Buttercup, and um, Wesley, who are probably three of the most, like, um, well known characters in the book. So, first off, um, I dislike Humperdinck because I felt like he didn't. He did a lot in the book, but I felt like it was kind of pointless what he did. And I think um, it could be better, maybe, I don't know, I didn't like it at all, though, because I just felt like he was really run-of-the-mill and ordinary, but with Buttercup and Wesley, I, I liked them more, but I also thought they were too generic, and I know they're supposed to be generic, but, like, if I'm reading a book, I want it to be, like, good, I want it to be interesting and nice to read, I don't want it to just be, oh, here's another fairy tale, so, Personally, I didn't like them, all three of those characters that much. But I liked Buttercup and Wesley more because I felt like they had more personality and did more stuff in the book compared to Humperdinck. So, AJ, what are your thoughts on Humperdinck?
2: I think (laughs) that Humperdinck is a good character to add because he's, like, the villain in this mainly. Because he's, like, trying to steal Buttercup's love, (laughs) but she won't give it to him, but... Because she's obsessed with Wesley, but, he talk, but he's just, like, an idiot because, yeah, he just is. Because he just steals
0: a um, buttercup from Wesley and, like, forces her into marrying him. Okay, so, AJ, what are your thoughts on a but, uh, buttercup and Wesley in the book? Like, what do you think about them?
2: Like you said, it's just, like, a generic love story, but, like...
0: I just don't like it. Yeah, neither do I. I can agree with you on that. I just feel like they just—they're just, they're too generic and boring. And I feel like he, they should be rewritten. And I know it's supposed to be a generic fairy tale, but like, they could make it a little more interesting. Cause like, I just got bored like really quickly through. I don't, I didn't like it. But I see what he was going for. But I personally disliked it. Okay, so we will. Um, this is our break segment where we 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 will be cri- quit- quizzing AJ on his Princess Bride trivia. If he gets three out of five correct, then um, he knows the book. If he gets less, then he doesn't. If you want, or if you listened to last episode, he did not get three out of five. He got two out of five. So AJ, do you think you can redeem yourself?
2: Yes, maybe.
0: Okay, so, first question. What fate met Buttercup when she drove off the side of her kidnappers' boats?
2: Sharks.
0: Is that correct? Ooh, it's correct. Okay. Who was Spain's most famous sword maker? Yesti. That is correct. What does Count Rugen state as his purpose on his first visit to Buttercup's parents' farm?
2: To learn the secret behind her cow's milk.
0: That is correct. You have three out of five, so you're smart. But keep going. See if you can get a high score. Why does Humperdink finally put Wesley to death?
2: <laughs> because Buttercup accused him of being a weakling.
0: That is correct. How might Fezzik answer a statement such as, run for your lives? Do you want me to repeat the question? Uh, 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 okay. And bring all your wives. Correct. That's five out of five, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my gosh, AJ, the smartest Princess Bride book reader you've ever, ever seen. Congratulations, AJ. What will you, what will you say to some of your fans out there who would love to get this many questions right on their trivia?
2: I never thought I could do it, but I did it because of all of you guys out
0: there pushing me forward and making me do this. You heard it here, folks. AJ just kept going with your support. Thank you for listening to this break segment. (coughs) Okay, in this final segment, we'll be giving our finishing thoughts on the middle of the book about, like, um, Buttercup getting stolen and Wesley... Um, and the man in black, and all that, and our final thoughts, so I'll leave it off, um, I personally thought it was way better than the beginning of the book, because it wasn't boring, and it wasn't dragged out, but it still wasn't great, but it at least had some action and story, which made it, like, interesting, even though if it wasn't, that if it didn't interest me, I could see why some people would be interested about it. Instead of the beginning of the book, because the beginning of the book kind of, it just, it lost me. But um, I liked the middle of the book more than the beginning. And the character, like, um, like how the characters just like kind of grew into their place, I guess, like developed, like how the characters developed. I felt like that was cool, like watching like, wesley and stuff like try to save buttercup and humperdinck like kidnapper and all that i thought that was pretty cool so aj what are your thoughts
2: i, th- I like the middle <laughs> of the book like the most because it was the most active and it just had all of like the parts combining and Like, it just was more enjoyable than, like, this guy explaining his life, even though it's not real. So I just like the middle of the book because it just has the most action. And it has, it just got, it just caught me there. Like, that's the part where I got more hooked into the book. So, yeah, that's why I enjoy the middle part of the book.
0: Yeah, I can agree with that because it just, it developed the book. I can see why, like, people actually like the book. Because in the beginning of the book, it just, I, it was very boring. And the same thing I said about the character development. It was, like, cool to see, like, all the characters, like, really, like, br- like develop and become, like, actual full-fledged characters that had, like, plots and stuff. I thought that was cool. So those are my finishing thoughts on the uh, middle of the book. So thank you for wa- or listening to my podcast.